Welcome to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay, a podcast where we talk about what we find funny, strange, off the wall, possibly even a rant from time to time. I'm Doug Meeks, my co-host is Greg Daniel, and here we go. All right, here we are, start of season two, episode one. Wow, can you believe it's already been like six months since we started doing this? I know. It's uh, it's kind of incredible. Start out just a, a whim. Let's see what where this thing goes. And, and it's gone nowhere. It's gone nowhere. <laughs> it's gone nowhere fast. So hopefully it's it's going to be getting better. It, it has gotten better over, over the last few months. And uh, we're going to be trying some new things. Um, and uh, just hopefully it, having some fun. Yeah. Yeah. As we mentioned in our little break last week, <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to uh, work on some sound quality and some other production issues and uh, hopefully uh, provide a l- even a little better show. Yep. And we'll get some guests. I promise we will pr- try to get our wives on here yeah. so that they can uh, berate us. Part of that's been a limitation with microphones. Yes. And so as we get some... And like we said in last season, they still haven't got all their housework done. Right. So we're hoping that they really get to moving on. Still working on it. <laughs> Just kidding. Just yeah, kidding. Yeah, yeah. So anything else going on? Um, no, just, you know, getting into the swing of the of the new year. Of course, we had New Year's and a little party. That was fun. Went and saw a movie with you, Knives yeah. Out. Knives I know out. it's been out since Thanksgiving. I'm a little late uh, to the table, so to speak. But yeah. uh, How'd you like it? I, am, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, Daniel Craig's southern accent was a little annoying, but I, I enjoyed the movie, and I liked his character, so that helped. Yeah, yeah. So did the ending surprise you at all? Um, yeah, I can't believe the butler killed him. Oh, I'm just <laughs> oh, kidding. Oh, spoiler. Spoiler alert. No, there, there was no butler, so. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, towards the middle, I kind of thought, wow, they've already revealed who did it. And then they, they put some twists in there, so it was, yeah, it was so, entertaining. So, like, yeah, the, the it's a whodunit, so... The who done it didn't really surprise me in the end, but yeah, how they got there was a really uh, twisty, turny road. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was very yeah. good. Very good. Yeah, liked it. Okay, yeah. so how about so, you? Yeah. Anything other than that? That's kind well, of all I've done. I saw that with you. I've watched a lot of TV. I've still, I've been watching The Mandalorian on uh, Disney Plus and uh, Baby Yoda. You know, that's such a huge thing right now. And uh, kind of got into the marvelous Miss Maisel. That's kind of been a show. It's about and it's about stand up comedy, so it's kind of kind of been an interesting show to watch. I've not watched uh, either one. I don't have uh, Disney Plus, and I don't know what uh, net streaming service that oh, other it's one's on, on Amazon Prime. Okay, well that I don't have that either. So, and then we went and saw the new Jumanji as well. And uh, right. do you like it? I did. I think personally, I I've said. I still think I like the first one a little better, and not with the, Robin Williams. Yeah, I say yeah. That's what my daughter said. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I like the original one, obviously, but um, of the new ones, I think I like the first one just a hair better. But it was good. I liked it. Yeah, I thought they did a, a good job of not really a remake, kind of a reimagining or a retelling of the story, kind of updating it. And, yeah, uh, kind of a continuation. True. Kind of a continuation. Yeah. yeah. I thought the, the the last one they did was really was really good, and entertaining. Yeah, I mean it wasn't groundbreaking, wasn't the awesome, but uh, oh, the, the, the rock, the rock with the smoldering looks, the smoldering looks. You can't, yeah. yeah, you can't get away from the smoldering looks. Yeah, so. and he's entertaining. I yeah. find him very likable. So. Yep. 
with about you know seventy million other people. That's why he's uh, just cranks out like one movie every two months. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you if you know, I, if I don't you blame him at all. <laughs> <laughs> if I could do that, I would definitely I don't do blame it. Blame him at all. So. So, uh, well, I think as we move on, we're going we're gonna to be changing things up this year probably. But, but for starters, we're going to do something we've done, you know, a few times in the past and kind of do a conversation starter or would you rather yeah. type of thing. Well, we and, haven't done that in a little while. Like I said, that last month it was pretty much just Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. And we kind of got out of, uh, of the routine we had. So I'm, we'll go back to, to one of the oldie goldies here. Yeah. And... Um, I got, I got a what would you rather. So, okay. So what's the would you rather? Would you rather have a head the size of a tennis ball or the size of a watermelon? So there's the question. There's the conundrum. Yes, that is a what conundrum. What are you going to do? Um, you want to go first? Or? Well, I don't know which way I'm going to go. I, we can kind of work this out, though. Uh, yeah. I mean. Because there's, there's a lot of issues I see with, with either way. If you got the size, let me try that again. If you have the head the size of a tennis ball, I, you're going to have a hard time finding hats. Yes. <laughs> I think hats are going to be difficult. I picture the shrunken head and Beetlejuice. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Uh, but haircuts yeah. would be a lot quicker though. Haircuts would be quick. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you got a giant, giant do going out there. Yeah. Well. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm picturing, I'm picturing almost like a little happy face head, a little <laughs> yellow round head. <laughs> I guess you'd have a normal head, but we wanted small. to ride a motorcycle or something. You couldn't find a helmet. You'd have to get one of those NFL helmets that used to come in the gumball machine. <laughs> <laughs> the little bitty helmet stick on your head. Yeah, yeah. Or when you're in school, imagine that. That would be terrible. Yeah, you wouldn't have Playing any problem football. with the shirts going over your head. No, though. no. No, you wouldn't have that. Couldn't really wear, wear necklaces, though. They'd look really odd. A big, heavy necklace and <laughs> tiny little head. But then you got the football head. Or, no, I'm sorry, the watermelon head. I picture Hey Arnold. Did you ever see Hey Arnold? I did. <laughs> In the I think 90s, he would ruin shirts. Was that the 90s? Probably. When Hey Arnold was on? Yeah, and he had, you know, kind of a normal-sized body, and he had this big watermelon-shaped head. It was a little, a little more pointed on the end. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, shirts would be awful. You're going to have to wear, like, V-necks all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing you're going to be able to... Or button-ups. <laughs> and again, with the hats, that's going to be difficult. Well, it would just sit on top of it. <laughs> or you could put one on each end. See, in the watermelon, I wouldn't like either because it's not... I mean, it's it's elongated, so it looks kind of odd on your body. It's not round. <laughs> yeah. It's really giant. Are there any benefits of either one? I can't really... Like I said, the tennis ball, you could uh, save a little money on your haircuts, maybe. Yeah. Although, I think they just charge a flat fee, whether no matter what, you're going to get the yeah the fee okay. for that. I've I've made my decision, though. I've decided. I've, I've got my decision as well. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to go tennis ball. Okay. I want the tennis ball head. And why? Uh, again, I think it's aesthetics for me. I think it would be better than the giant <laughs> elongated watermelon. I, I don't want the big elliptical watermelon on top of my shoulders. Yeah, I think the, the the tennis ball head would be tiny. It would look goofy that way, but at least it's round. And, and I don't know. I think it would look better. Yep. Uh, well, I'm going to agree with you on this one. Although a couple, a couple of, or one thing at least I can think of that's bad is I, I wear glasses. It's probably going to be hard to get glasses made for my teeny little head. <laughs> but, but I wear glasses as well. So, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So... 
maybe you know one monocle right now. I was just going to say, you can get a monocle. <laughs> but um, I started thinking practical, okay? Um, I already bumped my head enough as it is. So being, if my head was <clears throat> double or triple the size it is now, it's going to get bumped all that more often. And then there's times like, have you ever worked on your car? And uh, can you imagine trying to get your head under the hood or down in there to do anything? You know, any, or anything, working around the house or doing different things like that. Actually, the tennis ball head would come in handy because there's times I would like to have shoved my head down into an area to see it. Right. So that's what I started so I thinking. So I pop my like, head down in there like, oh, there it is. There's yeah. that screw. It's way up underneath there. Yeah. So I, as I thought about it, that it, was, it became easy because the benefits of the small head outweigh any benefits. I, I can't think of any with the big head. <laughs> now, see, this is where we miss things like having a female perspective or our wives, because I'm sure there's all kinds of issues that the females yeah, think I'm sure, of. Yeah, I'm sure we're missing Like putting something. on makeup. Super hard. If you have the little tiny tennis ball head, you got little tiny, how are you going to put the lipstick on? Yeah. You have to get special lipstick, I'm assuming, little bitty teeny tiny lipstick, maybe like those tester lipsticks my mom used to get. Put it on. <laughs> and with a big head, you got a lot more real estate to play oh, with. Oh, yeah. It's, you're going you're gonna to triple your makeup budget in a year <laughs> with the giant watermelon head. Yeah. Of course, the women, you know, they can do different things with their hair. They have a little more variety with their hairstyles to try to hide things like that. With with me, I just got the short hair and it's just, yeah, here's my head. <laughs> I think I'd have to grow a mullet on it. <laughs> <laughs> and a perm. Get a fro. I'm going to throw it all out there. Fro my melon head. But so. yeah, I was thinking, and again with the ladies, if they, if they have the little tennis ball head and they want to get their ears pierced, that's going to be a little difficult. Yeah. They have to get teeny tiny little. ear earrings. Or maybe their ears would be natural size. And necklaces. <clears throat> See, for them, the necklace... it's only the head. Well, yeah. I'm going to assume that every all of the uh, other the features. features on your head <laughs> are going to be proportionate. Yeah. yeah. So if they had a little tiny tennis ball head and they wanted a necklace, maybe they could get like a bracelet and they'd have to wear that as their necklace. Of course, their neck could be... Regular size. Yeah. The does tiny does the tiny little head just sit on top of it? Or is it probably like, well, kind of like tie in? Yeah, kind of like a tree trunk. It's going to get a little bit bigger. So they probably have a regular size necklace. Yeah. See, these are the important issues that we grapple with. These well, are the things that we try to See, yeah, another out. struggle with the tiny head is your portions of your food are going to be so little, but you're still going to have a big stomach. So, so you're going to have to eat. be eating like all the time just to fill your stomach. Is that a bad thing? Can you imagine going to the dentist? <laughs> you probably have to get special tools to work on your tiny little mouth. <laughs> little picks and little yeah, drills. Little drills, little teeny, little, uh, what are those called? The little, the, oh, you've got one for work, the little... Dremel. Dremel, yeah, yeah. Dremel. <laughs> See, now I wonder if your voice, will the voice stay the same or is it going to be small because you've got the tiny head? Kind of, again, in Beetlejuice. Probably depends on your neck because your vocal cords and stuff. Yeah, so how far down does it shrink? Right. Does it shrink down to your vocal cords, or are your vocal cords going to stay the same? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Questions to ponder. Questions. I'll probably wake up in the middle of the night. I've got start, it. Start thinking about <laughs> don't, that. Don't text me. <laughs> My head already does. I wake up in the middle of the night, and I start thinking of things. Well, this will be there now. Well, I'll just <laughs> make a decision. I'll say that your voice is the same. Okay. Voice it's just is, the head. Well, that can be kind of cool, too. you got this teeny little head, and you got the... Hey, hey, hello. <laughs> Especially if I had my James head. Earl Jones voice that I talked about. Now, Halloween could be funny because you could do all kinds, with either head. You could do all kinds of things. You true, could go as a blimp true. if you've got the watermelon head. Yes, yes. So, 
Yep. Tiny head for me. Tiny head for me as well. So there you go. Definitive question is answered. All right. And moving on. Moving on. This so, has been this is going back a little bit, but not too far. A week, week and a half or so. But the Golden Globes. Did you watch it? I did I, not watch uh, the Golden Globes. I watched a majority of it. Because believe believe it or not, because I don't normally. I don't like to do. Now, I went back and I, I watched a lot of the excerpts. Uh, I'm not a huge Ricky Gervais fan, but I loved his monologue, so I went and watched all of the monologues and all of his <laughs> things, and it was hilarious. He, uh, he, he pulled no punches. Yes, he, no, he didn't pull any punches. He, uh, he blasted. <laughs> he did. It was not politically correct. He went after woke people and just made jokes, and it was, uh, it was refreshing. It was funny as they panned around the audience, uh, like, you know, Tom Hanks and his wife. <laughs> Some their, of the reactions. Their expression, yeah. It was like, wow, I can't believe he just said that. <laughs> Which I enjoy. I thought that was funny. Yeah. And, I, you know, and I think in, in a way, you know, he was obviously uh, pointing at himself as well because, you know, he said things like, you know, we got to take we got to take care of the environment. So maybe next year, let's not bring our private planes to get here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so things like that. So did, so hearing what you heard then, did you have a favorite line? I, I did. I did have a favorite line. And, and the part that, that made me laugh out loud uh, was when he was talking about, uh, he started going in and he was saying like, many talented people of color were snubbed and a lot of majorities. And then he makes a line. So we were going to do a an in memoriam this year, but when I saw the list of people who died, it wasn't diverse enough. No, it was mostly white people, and I thought, nah, not on my watch. Maybe next year. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I love that. You know, I'm like, I know. Hopefully, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll get a lot more minorities dying next year, and then we'll be able to do an in memoriam. But this year is just <laughs> a bunch of white people that are dying, and really, you know, that's their white privilege. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. got white privilege. That's why they died. So let's not put them in the memoriam. Yeah, that that was funny. I just, uh, that one really. We're, we're got not me. gonna. I, we're not gonna honor. <laughs> and the other thing that he said was he was talking about some show on Netflix, and I guess it's about a guy whose whose wife dies of cancer, and he's contemplating the whole season whether he should kill himself. And he's like, and that show. Uh, he, he goes, and that show is still more fun th- than this. <laughs> right. It's like, jeez. Yeah, he didn't pull any punches. They were pretty brutal. But that would, that would have been my favorite, my favorite line from his, uh, his little script there. Yeah. The, the one, the one line I liked, um, <clears throat> he was, he was talking about, uh, different movies and also how long the Golden Globes Awards show was. And he goes, uh. He was talking about Leonardo DiCaprio, and uh, <laughs> I know the line. And Leo <laughs> attended the like premiere of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and and uh, Ricky Gervais said, by the time it was over, uh, Leo's girlfriend was too old for him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then he made some uh, Jeffrey Epstein pedophile jokes. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, about him, about him killing himself yeah, and man. things like that. Inappropriate, but it was funny. So, and that makes it okay. Yeah, I, yeah. That's, so, that's our whole so yeah, I, you know, I, I, um, you know, I think where you wanted to bring up something else about it, but I, I'll give you a couple of my thoughts about the, the whole Golden Globes thing. I don't, you I'm didn't no see hurry. it, so, uh, but Joaquin Phoenix, what? I, my wife and I were talking, and it's like these people are movie stars, and they, 
they get on stage and they get on screen and they they quote lines and they they you know they have huge that's all they do you know they they talk for a living in a show or whatever but you put them on front of a mic and some of them just blather on like they can't come up with a coherent sentence and uh Joaquin Phoenix was one of those he he's a weird just, dude anyway <laughs> he just it's like really can you not put together a sentence or or a paragraph it's <laughs> I think we've uh, talked about this. I think a lot of them are very excellent at saying other people's words, but they can't think for themselves. They they can't come up with the words themselves. Or whenever they do play a part, they think then that since they played a doctor, that in real life they have all the experience of a doctor yeah. or a lawyer or a politician. Well, <laughs> wow. In the movie I played about this, I was a scientist. Well, you're not a real scientist. You didn't really go to school and do all this. In fact, half of them, you know, they might have dropped out of school, not even went to college, and they're going to lecture me about all this. Yeah, stuff, so. we do get. Yeah, they 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 don't mind throwing their uh, opinions around. No, no, so. and they're entitled to them. <clears throat> and then the other thing that kind of hit me as I as I was watching is, so you got like drama TV series, and the the drama TV series that were up for Golden Globes were Succession, Big Little Lies, The Morning Show, The Crown, and Killing Eve, for um, actress in a music musical or comedy. You've got Aquafina for The Farewell, Bernie Feldstein for Booksmart, Emma Thompson for Late Night, Kate Blanchett for Where Did You Go, Where'd You Go, Bernadette, and Anna Diarmas for Knives Out. So, like, just those two categories, I have seen one of those. I was going to say, like, I didn't know any of those shows you were, except for Knives Out. Yeah, and as I go through and look, I look through about 10 categories, and out of all the shows and movies, I think I found four that I had seen. Well, you're uncultured. I know. I I mean, I kind of... (laughs) I'm a goof. I feel like I like to go to movies, and I watch shows on TV, and it's like, how do these get picked? Who's picking these? Um, I don't don't know. Well, I found out. So, it's the Hollywood Foreign Press... Who is that? <laughs> but for this year's show, it's 88 people that selected the winners for all these shows. Sounds like a, a good cross-section of the United States. Oh, I'm sure, it is. I'm sure it's a very fair and biased group of people I'm sure. that are choosing... Well-represented cross-section of uh, the audience out there. Yeah, it's no it's no one from my group of friends because, <laughs> you know, I, I don't see any... Uh, well, you're friends with a bunch of rednecks. Yeah. <laughs> like me. Yeah, I don't see any of the movies I like on there, you know. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think we ought to look into getting some uh, better representation on the Hollywood foreign press. And why is it the foreign press that's selecting the Golden Globes? I don't know what that even... That's right. (laughs) So What happened to the good old USA press? Where are they at? We want the USA press selecting movies that we like for the Golden Globes. Okay, so that's my rant about the Golden Globes. I know you needed a little story, okay, too. Yeah. yeah, well, there was a, a little bit of a, a hubbub about the Golden Globes a with hubbub, Jason huh? Momoa. And I guess he was seen, there's several pictures of him in just a tank top. So I guess that we should be thankful at least he's wearing a tank top. Because half the time, I don't think he knows how to put a shirt on. Or owns a <laughs> shirt, maybe. I feel bad. Maybe he's doing that poor. He can't afford a shirt. A lot of those guys are like that. Mark Wahlberg. No. <laughs> if I was built like Jason Momoa, I probably would never wear a shirt. No. <laughs> so, there we go. 
But anyway, but he tiny was, little head would just <laughs> my tiny tennis ball head would just with really throw huge rippling off. muscles. <laughs> Maybe that would make my muscles look bigger if my head was small. <laughs> yeah, it might do. Another that. benefit. <laughs> anyway, it says that the, the Aquaman star was seen wearing just a tank top, and so the press was all like, "Oh, why is why is he wearing just a tank top? Why did he break protocol like that?" Because I guess he's supposed to dress up for the Golden Globes, and he's in just a tank top. So some reporters went up to him and asked him, said, why did you wear just a tank top? Well, he had a great answer. He said his wife, Lisa Benet, was cold, so he took his blazer off to let his wife wear it and stay warm. So very nice. Very, Civil, no, very noble of him. Yeah, except if you see the pictures of him on the red carpet beforehand, he's got on, like, dress shoes, tux pants with the, the stripe up the side, and like a... It looks like a velour. I don't know what it is. A crushed velvet black tux suit jacket. Right. And then he wears a tank top. Who wears a tank top with that? I mean, he don't does. you wear... I guess, again, if I look like him, I'd probably go shirtless. But I thought, what What kind of a guy... Who, who goes out and just wears... Well, apparently, the next wedding, I know what my dress code is going to be now. You're going to wear a tank top under your, uh, yeah. your uh, suit? That's right. And you know, you don't see any of the wives out there taking their shirts off to keep their husbands warm. But they thought this was just fun. Well, he didn't take his shirt off. Wow, that's the truth. Their, their shirt jacket. Their coat. Their, yeah, their jacket. Thank you for yeah. clearing that up. You yeah. are correct. I stand corrected. They did, he did not take his shirt off. This time, at least he had his tank top on. So anyway, I just thought that was... I, I caught the big headlines like, why is Jason Momoa just in a tank top? I was like, all right, why is he just in a tank top then? But, I picture uh, him, you know... You see him with uh, his wife. He takes his jacket off. He's got the tank top off. So then you see the rock over across the carpet from him, yanks his off, and he's wearing like nothing under his. <laughs> it becomes a big competition. Okay, who's <laughs> your fantasies are a lot different than mine. I'll just say that. Well, I, didn't say that. I didn't say that. Was a <laughs> oh, <fantasy>. okay. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, Mister Daniel Craig. <laughs> he's got blue man eyes. crush. He's got super blue eyes. So anyway, that was he all I had piercing blue eyes. With, with the Golden Globes, uh, <laughs> the, with Jason Momoa. So anyway, that was the last thing I got on that, and we can we can move on. We've beaten that horse to death. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's go back to your favorite rant, <laughs> McDonald's. Oh, I, well, there was. I needed to get out, and I'm going to date myself. My Rolodex. There's the uh, you know dated reference there. <laughs> Oh, because, yeah, I think just even in our little break episode we did last week, you talked about your uh, your experience with McDonald's giving yeah. you, you know, double double hamburgers. And Never stuff. giving me what I order. Yep, instead double ketchup. So we were going into McDonald's again. We, sometimes on our job, it's like we're out on a job and it's, unfortunately, we're not the best at packing our lunches. So we, you know. I think we've done much better this last year. I'm going to pat we, ourselves on the back. Cause yes. We have not went out as much as we used to. We haven't. I mean, and, and definitely not as much to McDonald's as we used to. Uh, but this day, we had to be close to one. So we went in, and we both see this sign posted on the window. And it basically says, apply today. They're trying to get employees. And under that, they're saying, here... Comma, I can. And then they give you like period. five things that you can do that's going to happen. Wonderful things. Yeah. If you get hired. Yeah. Okay. It says, here, I can. What's the first one? Well, I love actually the way it's even phrased this. Here, I can flexible schedule. I can flexible schedule. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, who writes it? Who talks like that? Here, I can flexible schedule. 
And the reason it's flexible is because I'm not going to show up for work half the time. <laughs> That's right. I like to sleep in. <laughs> and maybe I'll show up. Maybe I won't. I could just quit and not tell you. And then you won't know for like a week and a half. That's right. <laughs> so that's the first one. The second okay, one. Okay, here I can. $2,500 in college tuition assistance. Again, I can $2,500 in college tuition assistance? Well, maybe with that tuition, you can go get a, a degree, you know, that'll help or you at least take a grammar class. The, the proper way to phrase this. <laughs> Instead of here I can, $2,500 in college assistance. Um, yeah, it'll teach you the, the proper way to do a checklist. All right, so what's the next one? Here I can... Build my skills. Okay, that one, you know, better better on that one. Yeah, how to listen, how to take direction, how to give the customer what they want. All of those I've never seen from an McDonald's employee. <laughs> so they can't. And <laughs> no, they could build their skills, but they won't. Right. I should say, here I can, here I won't build my skills. Unless their skills are being rude, angry. <laughs> yeah, ignoring people. And then the next one is, here I can... What? Delight my customers. Delight my customers. Again, something I have never encountered at McDonald's. <laughs> oh, have you ever, yeah, have you ever walked out of McDonald's delighted? <laughs> never walked out of McDonald's delighted. You know, I, I enjoy Chick-fil-A. I think we've talked about, as far as fast food restaurants go, probably the most enjoyable experiment experience. Yeah, I'd give Chick-fil-A first and probably Culver second. Yes. And even though I've never walked out of those delighted. No. I'm trying to think if I've ever walked out of a restaurant just delighted. I mean, that's <laughs> quite a term. How was your experience at Culver's? Delightful. It was very delightful. <laughs> but, but yeah, of those two, at least I walk out happy. Yeah. Satisfied. <laughs> a lot of times with McDonald's, you walk out angry. Infuriated. <laughs> Confused. <laughs> Disoriented. What happened? <laughs> so then the next one is here I can oh and my favorite my favorite saying that they love this is I'm going to blame this on the millennials here I can be me I don't even know what that means necessarily other than you know have 47 piercings in your face and your tongue and not be able to speak correctly and from the people I've encountered at McDonald's they need to be someone else that's the problem that's why they're working <laughs> at McDonald's because they're being me be somebody else. Be someone successful. Or at least competent. How about you be someone competent? Uh, Holy cow. Sorry about that. I just went off on a whole rant there. <laughs> I got to relax. Calm down. Yeah. So, so yeah. that that that's, And then, then finally it's, it comes out and says, McDonald's works for me. And I think they mean that. I think, <laughs> yeah, I got this job. McDonald's is working for me. It doesn't work for the customer. I'm going to tell you that much. No, it works around my schedule. It works around, you know, when I don't, I can't, you know, I don't want to be here, so I'm going to fake sick. McDonald's works for me. You ever go into a McDonald's and there's like 40 people back behind the counter, all with their back to the counter, and it takes them 10 minutes to recognize, oh, somebody's in the building. Yeah. Because they're too busy taking care of the people in the drive-thru, which is fine. But I don't have even... somebody looking or a button or a buzzer I could push eh, eh, hey well I'm here to get my crappy meal that you're gonna screw up well I think they think those kiosks are like waiting on people like you know you walk up and the kiosk says oh come over here I'll wait on you yes because yeah how may I be of assistance the one here in town has gone downhill I mean you can go in there and stand at the counter 
five, ten minutes before anybody will even come around the corner. And well, we just lost that sponsor. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't think McDonald's has ever sponsored our podcast as much I'm, as I've ranted about them. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's funny because I've done it. For, you know, you walk in and I've looked. There's one girl who kind of floats between the front register and for some reason goes behind the wall, which I haven't figured out what she's doing. She goes behind the wall and then carrying out a few trays to the people that are in the restaurant. So that's one person up front. I usually see two at the drive-thru and then behind the stainless steel back there of the where they drop the food off, you'll see two or three people back there. I was at Chick-fil-A last week and on the front line, there were 14 people. That's in front of the people who were cooking in the back. Yeah. I, I, and I was like... And they were all happy. <laughs> or at least they acted like it. Yeah, I mean, at least, you and know. as a customer, we don't care. It's just like, be, no, you're smiling and you're thankful. Yes. And they're always like, thanks for coming in. Yep. And so, again, Chick-fil-A is not a sponsor. But they no. at least, they do their job. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. It's just like. McDonald's is like, pay no attention to the man behind <laughs> the wall. <laughs> like, what? What is going on? <laughs> Uh, the great Oz is pushing buttons back there and nothing is happening. Yeah, and they've remodeled ours Smoke here. and mirrors. They've remodeled our McDonald's here in town. And I I think they, I, I don't know if they're trying to go for a coffee shop look like Starbucks or something, but it's dark. Uh, the lighting is horrible. They don't, uh, I don't even know if they have music playing in there anymore. It used to be a bright place. They covered up a bunch of windows. And so now it's this dark, dreary place. It's like... We're going to make you unhappy. You got a bunch of goth starting music. Starting with... People <laughs> yeah. May I help you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, they, they make me think, you know, they could, they hire people like uh, Oren from Parks and Recreation. <laughs> and I know you haven't watched it. There's uh, the IT crowd. That's a show that I had watched a British show. Yeah, I've show. only watched the ones you... They have a character in there who's a goth character that is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, no, And he's kind of one of those that. white makeup and real drunk... Talks real soft and slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, li- I like those kind of characters yeah, when they very they good. portray them on TV. So, 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 anyways, that's the uh, yeah. We just really it all stemmed. It wasn't so much meant to be a rant against McDonald's as it was. The sign was kind of funny when you read it. The way it just it was naturally worded. evolved. Into <laughs> yeah, I know it does, <laughs> and it was funny because we kind of the one we talked about last week where you got the double hamburgers uh, instead of double ketchup. It was funny because right before you told me you got the double hamburgers, I told you, I said, I think the girl working at the counter should be fired. She's too competent. <laughs> and then you told me yeah, about she the She brought us back to reality. Oh, okay. Well, we, okay. <laughs> by competent, you mean she actually waited on us. That's yeah. all that happened. Yeah, I mean, she, she noticed that we were there. She smiled. She came up and took our order. Yeah. She didn't listen to what I said, but she was pushing my, <laughs> bop, 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 bop. Okay. Here's some buttons I'm going to push. Get him some meal. Yeah. Getting some food out yeah. here. Give him double something. That's right. He wanted double extra something. I don't know what it was. Yeah. All right. So we'll get off McDonald's. Okay. Well, we're going to do a little international flavor because just to prove that, you know, it's not just American companies. There's companies in other countries that, that struggle with yes, issues. They do. That's and I came across this and it, it kind of made me chuckle. But uh, in the Hague, Netherlands, there's a, there's a supermarket chain. And I'm going to butcher this name. It's, it's the... Uh, Albert Heijn Supermarket, H E I J N. Okay, I don't know. Anyway, you know they thought let's let's kind of uh, update 
our employees here. We're going to provide uniforms for them. We got new uniforms coming out. We need people to order their new uniforms. Yeah. You know, so if you're going to like fresh uniforms. So, so how can we best get the best fitting uniforms for customers? Should we, we could put out a piece of paper and they could fill it out and just put their sizes or maybe click on a, a website and click what, you know, extra large, yeah, large. Technolo- use technology. Maybe they can even use it. If they want to get more, they could use a tape measure and kind of measure, give their measurements. Ah, that, that wasn't good enough for this company. <laughs> Uh, management put out a memo and told employees that they had to send photos of themselves in their underwear <laughs> in order for them to work out the sizes for the new uniforms. <laughs> so send us your underwear selfie so that we can get the proper measurement for your for your clothing. Uh, said workers were asked to use an innovative mobile app to submit the photos, but the company backed down after they got complaints. Imagine that. <laughs> People started to complain about this. One, one employee told, said that the manager told us if we didn't do this, we couldn't be in the store anymore because we don't have the right corporate clothing. <laughs> the, the chain said uh, that although the pictures were not visible to the management, this should never have happened, and we apologize to all who are involved. I, I just got the... Who were they visible to? Well, I don't know. Somebody was looking at them. <laughs> who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> How can we get people in the right uniforms? Get them to send us pictures of them in their... Underwear. <laughs> really, Sven? I mean, can't we? <laughs> what about measurements? Nope. Pictures of their underwear. Yeah. Pictures I, of them in their underwear. Uh, yeah. And most most places I've been in, you don't want people posting pictures no. in their underwear. No, 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 no. You do not. So Although, that, like you said, it's probably and it's probably the good looking people that are the ones that complain. Oh, I would <laughs> assume so. So I would assume so. But we're working on some merchandise, and hopefully, we'll start selling some. But don't worry. You do not have to send us pictures of yourselves and your underwear to get the right sizes. If we ever get those out there, we'll just have it where you can order what size you want. Maybe we'll sell some It's Funny underwear. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, if I'm in my underwear, there's usually a lot of laughing involved, too. And that's not from me. But that's a whole other story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could have It's Funny on the front. That makes it okay. <laughs> on the, the back. Rear end. <laughs> All right. Well. Make sure you get your order in early. I'm sure those are going to be a hot ticket item. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, you know, and uh, another thing we're going to do, uh, you know, starting out uh, first season this year, we're, we're trying to, we got a little long-winded around Christmas. I mean, some of our episodes got up to an hour and 20 minutes. and um, I've been told I can have diarrhea of the mouth. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow, no pushback at all. Nope, I'm agreeing. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, so we're gonna try to try to keep it a little shorter. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this week with our, our holidays that you can celebrate this coming week, and um, you know our show times will vary. Some weeks we're we're shooting for the thirty to forty five minute range. You know, on a good you know we might go an hour if we got some stuff going on. But um, but yeah, we want you guys to enjoy, and we don't want it to be too long and. And long-winded and like I'm doing... Kind of like, as I was say, kind of like this explanation yeah, like of how, how we're going to shorten the show. <laughs> That's right. Greg's only got 17 more minutes to explain that for you. <laughs> Pull out the cards. Let me see here. Uh, yeah, he does have some visual aids, which is not really helping our podcast audience. And those aren't pictures of me in my underwear. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> so, so yeah, let's get right to it. Let's get to uh, some some holidays that you can celebrate in... This next week. Oh, I can't wait. 
Yeah. Um, I got to find the first one, though. <laughs> well, I think it's Monday, the 13th of January, well, which is what this day is. It is that. And I think what we're going to celebrate on this particular Monday is make your dreams come true. And I'm making the the little bow like a, a rainbow across my head. Make is, your dreams is, come are you true. dreaming of rainbows? or That's a SpongeBob thing where he goes, <laughs> dreams come true. <laughs> So, so yeah, make your dreams come true. Like us, just a couple of kids with a dream out here trying out a podcast. Yeah, when I first read that, you know, that Monday is make your dreams come true day, it made me think of Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. When uh, he job. says, vote for Pedro, he will make all your dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch Napoleon Dynamite. That'll make That would be fantastic. True. Yes. Um, and then there's the sign at Arby's. Where your dreams can become potential. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so Your dreams can become potential. So if you dream big on Monday. You can have big potential. You've got potential. <laughs> that doesn't mean you're going to accomplish anything. Oh, right? no. But you got potential. No. You've got so, all kinds of potential, but nothing really going for you. That's right. So that's Monday, the 13th. All right. Well, Tuesday, the 14th of January is Organize Your Home Day. So that get out there. Let's clean up that house. We we were through the holidays. You've got your Christmas stuff packed away. Time to give it a kind of a pre-spring cleaning. Get in there, clean it good. Get things organized. It's usually too cold and nasty to be outside, unless you're one of our southern listeners. In which case, you're probably at the beach or who knows, driving enjoying, around with, enjoying with yourself. the top down yeah. on your convertible, or yeah. maybe for I don't know. I don't know what you're doing out there. If but it it's nice enough, you can be out with your top down and the car's top down. <laughs> but you can organize clean. You can make lists, get yourself all organized. And uh, a little helpful hint here. I bet you know, you can also burn calories by cleaning. And I did look this up. And uh, if you mop, on average, a one-hour mopping of the floor burns about 160 calories. One hour? Yeah. How much mopping are you doing? It must be a huge house. <laughs> or maybe it's just very dirty floor. I mean, here, Well, you've got the main You've got the wing, you know. You've the, got, the, you know, the, two wings and yeah, the, main, the main house. And, you know, the guest house. The pool yeah. house. So, an, an hour here, The servant's I quarters. Understand. But, you know, for most people, you know, an hour of mopping, that's, that's a lot of mopping. I can mow my lawn in an hour. I'm just saying, for that hour of mopping, 160 calories... That's only 10 more calories to go until you've had enough where you can eat one Reese's holiday treat. That's right. That seems like a lot of work. Which would be, which one, be which one right now? Well. You got two out, actually. Well, yeah, because there's the Valentine's one, which right. I will allow. But then they've got all the Easter ones, and the, there's more Easter than the Valentine's. Yeah, the Easter ones are out, and actually, oh, that's going to get a, now a few residual Christmas ones. We're going to have to hold off because I could go into a whole rant about out of season foods. That once the season's over, that food's done. You bring in the next one. Yeah, yeah, and usually the, the Christmas ones they'll clearance out. You know, once and usually, yeah. But we shouldn't do that, and we're not. I haven't done it this year, and I'm not gonna, not gonna do it. All right. Well, yeah, I'm, I've I've not done it either. Yeah. Whoops. Maybe I have. <laughs> oh yeah. I was weak. <laughs> I, I did. I did something stupid. <laughs> I'm trying to quit. Okay. Sorry. Enough. All right. Well, on Wednesday the fifteenth, we have strawberry ice cream day. Do you like strawberry ice? I cream? I do like strawberry ice cream. Actually, one of my favorites. And my wife said, "Really?" And then she tried it, and it was good. 
they had at Culver's, they mm-hmm. had double strawberry. So they had strawberry ice cream with strawberries in it. Mm-hmm. And then I got hot, hot fudge put on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. strawberries and fudge goes great and she's together. like, that doesn't sound... I said, it's like a chocolate dipped strawberry. It yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. Well, as far as the ice cream goes, it says it is believed that the ice cream flavor, which is now popular around the world, was invented... In 1813, in the United States, by First Lady Dolly Madison. USA. U.S. Oh, that's right. (laughs) By Dolly Madison. I like her cakes. (laughs) Especially the raspberry zingers. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Dolly Madison's cakes. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And it was first served by her husband, uh, President James. I don't think he served it. (laughs) uh, President James Madison's second inaugural banquet. Inaugural. Inaugural? How do you say that? Inaugural. inaugural banquet at the White House. Um, so yeah, Dolly Madison, it, I guess, invented strawberry ice cream. Who knew? I had no clue. I didn't so, know that at all. But she does have good zingers, too. <laughs> good zingers. You really rip them and let people, just rip into people with their zingers. <laughs> all right. All right. Next? Well, Thursday, the 16th of January, we have nothing day. And this sounds like a stupid thing, but uh, a newspaper columnist, Harold Pullman Coffin, in 1973, created this unofficial holiday. And he wanted a day where people would just sit around, celebrate, uh, and not observe or honor anything. Which, if you're observing this day, it's kind of, you just blew that whole thing, aren't you? I would think so. (laughs) Because if it's a day to not observe anything, and you observe this day, then then you you just kind of just destroyed the whole purpose of it. Hmm. That's a conundrum. That is a conundrum. How do you observe a day that's called... That is to honor not observing something. Yeah. I don't know. That's a tough one. A little did you know, it said that the zero as a number was discovered in India in the ninth century. Now, I have a little problem with that whole discovered. Maybe they (laughs) just were the first to use a actual zero. But I think people understood zero or nothing. You know, if I have nothing, I... That concept wasn't started in ninth century. I'm sure there were people in like 1500 BC that had absolutely nothing and knew I have nothing. I have nothing. No, it hasn't been oh, invented you, yet. You have zero. No, 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 nothing. No, zero hasn't been invented yet. We are still we're doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you, India, for giving us the zero. The zero. All right. Well, our next day is Friday, the 17th. And that is ditch your New Year's resol- revo- blah, blah, blah. ditch your New Year's resolution day. Um, I think most people celebrated this on January second. I think they? so. <laughs> and for you overachievers that are still trying to accomplish your stop resolutions, it. just stop. Seventeenth the day, drop them. Not going to make it. No, you're making the rest of us look bad. Yeah. So you know, I'm telling you right now, you're not going to make it. So stop. We know what you're trying to do. <laughs> just stop it. <laughs> So, on the 17th, go ahead and do it, ditch it, and say, you know what, forget it. I'm starting, I'm doing whatever I want to do. All right. Well, Saturday, the 18th of January, is the Thesaurus Day. Woo, that's a little Thesaurus Day. I always think dinosaurs when yes. I hear that word. Well, it's a day to honor. Actually, it was it's to honor the, or remember the birth of Peter Mark Roger, R-O-G-E-T, but I think it's Roger. And he was the author of Roger's Thesaurus. Yeah. Which, when it first came out, the first edition had 15,000 words in it. And a little did you know, it said, did you know that synonym is the antonym of antonym? 
I wonder what another word for thesaurus is. Uh, yeah. That was a Stephen Wright joke, I think. <laughs> lexicon. The lexicon. So, Sorry, Stephen. I did not know that. I'm not trying to steal your joke. You're stealing his jokes. I feel terrible. So so Saturday, thesaurus day? Thesaurus day. So how are you going to celebrate that? I'm going to use all kinds of other words that normal. I'll look them up and try to change it all up. Yeah, try to use a whole different vocabulary that day. Or maybe I'll just hit somebody with a thesaurus. thesaurus. Maybe instead of zero, I'll say null. Null. Nil. Yeah. Zilch. Okay. Nine. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, on Sunday, the 19th, we have Popcorn Day. Popcorn. Yep. Um, so... What can uh, what was I gonna say about popcorn? Well, um, I think of Orville Redenbacher. I'm a lot of our listeners may know him or may not. I don't yeah. know, but I always remember those commercials as a kid. And he had a bow tie. You could wear a bow tie. You could wear a bow tie to celebrate that. You know what I always think of when I think of popcorn? Jiffy Pop. Nope. Oh, I think of <laughs> that wasn't gonna come out right. I was gonna say I think of babysitters, <laughs> but. <laughs> The reason I think of babysitters... Dolly Madison's cakes. (laughs) The the reason I think of babysitters is because when our kids were young... Careful, this is a a PG show now. (laughs) When our kids were young, almost every time we would go out and we would hire a babysitter to watch our kids, they would burn microwave popcorn. Ah, And it would smell... That's a terrible smell. Oh my goodness. And it would be all through the house. It would be... And you just knew every every time we just got used to it. It's like, well, there's popcorn in the cabinet. We know you're going to burn it, but go ahead. So, so anyways, that's kind of what I think of. But uh, I had on here, um, yes, this was what I was going to say. Did you know? It's got under the did you know that popcorn is the official snack food of the state of Illinois? I didn't until I read that, but yeah. Look and it's like, I did not know. We Abraham were, Lincoln and popcorn. Popcorn in Illinois. I know that uh, not too far from here, they grow a lot of popcorn down around Manitou. And, uh, yeah. I know for most of our listeners who are in this area, that means nothing to them. But Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of sad that I said that, though, because now it'll probably somehow... You know how right now when you say things, you're talking to your friends and stuff... And you go open your Facebook or Amazon or something. What yeah. you were talking about popcorn. You're going to be getting ads for popcorn. Probably now. for popcorn. But I was going to say, since we're talking about about popcorn, somehow it's going through. The NSA is probably listening. And our governor is going to tax it more. <laughs> because sure. that's what he it does. probably already everything. is taxed. Yeah, he's probably coming out. He, oh, popcorn. Yeah, let's tax that. That's the favorite snack food of Illinois. Let's tax it. Oh, my. So another wonderful. I think we could have a whole show sometime ranting about the stupid taxes that he's come up with. It's too depressing, <laughs> and then I wonder and start wondering why I still live in this. Yeah, state. taxes and fees. Yeah, so wonderful. Well, anyway, we'll end on a rant about our governor. <laughs> popcorn day on Sunday, so sit in, pop you some popcorn, watch yep. a good movie or a bad movie. Do you have a favorite popcorn? Not really. I'm not a huge popcorn fan. Oh, I like popcorn. If I'm trying to do good, then I'll just air pop some popcorn. Yeah. Maybe put a little bit of that sprinkle, some of that flavoring on it that you get in the shaker. But if I'm being bad, I would go to the Great American Popcorn Company downtown and get like caramel bacon or chocolate I like turtle. The, I like cheese and just the cheese and caramel corn. Yeah, together. all that stuff. They also, at that one downtown, they have a uh, 
lemon pound cake, and it tastes like lemon pound cake. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. It is so, good. so those are the guilty pleasure ones. Yeah. But if I'm being good, it's air popped with a little sprinkles of flavor. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Popcorn day. Popcorn day and... Week one of season two, I think, is in the books. It is in the books, and I hope you've all enjoyed it. Again, you can contact us through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can email us at itsfunnyatcomic.com. Uh, if you would like Doug's personal address, I can get that sure, for you. Sure, sure. Bring it. Just send it <laughs> in. Um, feel free to contact us about anything at all. Uh, no underwear pictures, though. Please. Yes, please no underwear pictures. Other than that, I think that about wraps it up for me. Yep, we're good. All right. Well, thanks again for listening, everybody. I believe next week we and, got uh, uh, Mike and all of our international, Oops. all of our international listeners as well. Yep, we and appreciate it. I stepped all over your line right there. Go I right was ahead. just going to say next week we'll have special guest Mike Gennard back in. He's with us. supposed to be here, so hopefully he doesn't back out. Should be an interesting episode. Yeah, I think we're going to focus uh, a little heavier on some. It's funny that makes it okay. There might segments. be some stuff with some odd fish and some two odd, men and a odd, goat. We have no of, idea what's going to happen. Yes, odd obsessions. <laughs> so, yeah, be ready. Sheep and lingerie. It, it, it could just get crazy. So tune in next week. Yep. All right. Other than that, we'll see you all in one week. See ya. Well, that's the show. Thanks again for listening to It's Funny That Makes It Okay. Be sure to join us next week for a break from the mundane. Please rate, review, and share our podcast. Feel free to send comments to itsfunnyatcomic.com. Remember, if you see or do something that's a little questionable, as long as it's funny, that makes it okay.